Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Tonight on Piers Morgan Uncensored, schools must tell parents if their child wants to change gender and children should not be punished for using the wrong pronouns. Why is this outbreak of common sense making front-page news? Stephen Crowder is one of the most influential and controversial conservative personalities online. He's told his millions of fans, I'm a raging free speech hypocrite. So tonight, I invite him onto my platform to take him on. And as the Israel-Hamas war sparks fears of a decades-long conflict and a radicalized generation, is religion itself the biggest problem? I'll talk to philosopher Sam Harris. From the News Building in London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored. Good evening from London. Welcome to Piers Morgan Uncensored. If your child went to a fight at school, if they were being bullied, if they fell behind in their maths class, you probably want to know about that. It's your right as a parent to know things like that. Most teachers would surely agree. But many British schools think you have no right to know if your child decides to transition to another gender. So much so that the Department for Education today issued detailed guidance for schools telling them they've got this wrong. A new parents first approach will advise that in all but the most exceptional cases, they should be urgently informed if their child asks to be known as another gender. The guidance says teachers and pupils should not be pressured into using a child's new pronouns and should not be punished if they get them wrong. All completely sensible. But what's extraordinary to me is not this development, it's that it all had to be said in the first place. For too long, we've made policy by fear of causing offence. The consequences of that were laid bare early this year when that infamous video leaked of a teacher scolding pupils for refusing to accept their classmate was a cat. I just said if they, if they want to identify as a cat or something, then they're like genuinely unwell. And they've gone, yeah, they're crazy. crazy. You were questioning their identity. No, I wasn't a question. I was just saying about the gender. I didn't say anything about them. But where did you get this idea from there's only two genders? Gender is not linked to do with the, not linked there to the class that you were born with. Gender is about how you identify. There is actually very large context because you can be born intersex you can be born with male and female body parts or hormones in terms of gender there are lots of genders if you have a vagina you're a girl if you have a penis you're a boy yeah but you identify with the gender that of the sexual organ that you're born with yeah. or you're weird that's yeah. basically what you're saying yeah which is really despicable despicable think about that despicable you would identify as the sex you were born to well, those teenagers were smart enough to express a view that any sensible person in the world would agree with. I certainly would. 
For that, as we just heard, they were branded despicable and told they should go to another school. That's how schools are pandering to a pupil who says they're a cat. We can imagine how they're policing preferred pronouns. In the most part, this isn't about children identifying as pets, so it must be extraordinarily difficult for any child who's genuinely transgender to go through that process at such a fragile time in their lives. But that only strengthens the case for involving their parents. Pandering to this lobby led to the scandal at the Tavistock Clinic, where hundreds of kids were given powerful puberty blockers despite having very complex mental health problems. Many of the children were simply gay. Well, yesterday we learned that the Royal Yacht Association has decreed we should say person overboard instead of man overboard, and that prisoners have been routinely referred to as they instead of he or him. Prisoners, insisting on their preferred pronouns. These things matter. If a form of language is imposed on us, it imposes the worldview that goes with it, whether we agree with it or not. It's exactly the kind of pandering that leads to schools being scared to tell parents these fundamental things about their children's lives. Well, joining me now is talk to contributor Paul Arone Adrian, political journalist Ava Santina, and international editor Isabel Oakshot. Welcome Thank to you. my dazzling pack. All right. Paul, I can see you. You're you can see. Raging to go off I'm again. Ready. Well, I'm intrigued that you've decided to open this really serious and sensitive debate by suggesting that somebody referencing themselves as a cat mm. equates to a child who is struggling to understand. I didn't. I, I actually how, separated how the two to things. Identify. Well, you heard me separate the two They're things. They're two completely. Yeah, but Paul, hang on. Sorry. You heard me separate the two things. I read out again and what? reminded people of the absurdity of a teacher calling children despicable for saying it was ridiculous to allow someone to be a cat. And then I said, but it also, there are serious issues involving people who are seriously going through the issue of transgenderism for real, not just a fad of being a cat. Well, and they're different things. They, they are completely different things. So don't miss but, but, but you're opening with that as if it's somehow something to be dismissed and somehow to be treated as a joke. And this is my problem with the guidelines. Which Not to be taken as a joke, no. Which we have waited Par five years Parents for. being informed about what their children are doing at school is not a joke to me. We've I'm a father five... of four kids who've been through school. I want to know. If one of my kids suddenly decides to identify as a cat, I want a phone call from the school. Right. You've waited five years for these guidelines. These yeah. guidelines are start off by saying it's about parents being first. We're, we're putting parents first. Yes. That's wrong, Piers. It's not about Why? parents. It's about the child. It's about the vulnerable child. You're a who parent, needs, right? Absolutely. Who needs the adults around them to support them during this difficult period for them. But the what it, what it doesn't need, first, What it doesn't Paul. need is for the child who is vulnerable to be told, no, the parent comes first. That's the wrong approach. No, the parent does the come first approach. until the child is an adult. So, Isabel. so, Paula, if you want your child to be given medicine at school, if you want them just to have some cowpole, you have to get permission. That has to... You have to go through a process. I have to sign a form if I want my child to have cowpol at school for a headache or a sore yeah. throat or whatever. It is... Uh, to me, it is negligent and bordering on abusive to allow schools just to honour a child's wishes to be known temporarily as something else without involving... For them to be made comfortable. This is, this is where we become for, confused with being child-focused and saying that the child gets everything they want. They want. That's not what I'm saying. Being child-focused does not mean that everything the child says is right. But what I'm concerned about is that saying parent first means that anything that the child says is always going to come second to what their parent so wants. So do you and think that parents should be cut out the loop? Let, let's Absolutely make this a simpler, not. then. Yes. Do you Absolutely think it's not. OK for parents to be cut out the loop? Absolutely because that's not. at the heart of Absolutely this. Absolutely not. That's Absolutely at the heart so they should be involved, then? Of, of, 
a parent must be involved. So they involved. should be told. So a parent must be involved. No, 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 because we're missing no. out on a really important cog here. Which, so, so even if that the parent agrees that the child would like to use a different set of pronouns, the school does not have to abide by that. And it would only be exceptional circumstances where the school actually accepts it. So at the moment, there'll be loads of, a lot of children around the country who'll be going into the Christmas period now, not knowing how they'll be identified when they go into school in January. You know what? Yeah. They get identified so as true. boy or girl. Right, but why like like the old days. Why do you feel like that? You don't go in and say, you call me they like Sam Smith. No, Piers, those days are you. done. Piers, you're shouting. Because it's so stupid. It is you're ridiculous. shouting. Let's shout about the fact that the criminal stats tell us that hate crime against mm. transgender uh, people mm. have gone up 11% in one year. Yeah. Over the last five this years, it's gone up 186%. The subject. Mm. So what we need to do... I think do, that's awful. So what we need to do I think any, is prepare... Any hatred towards trans people is awful. But why do you think that there is so much mockery of trans people compared to five, six years ago. I'll tell you why. Because they are fighting ludicrous battles, the trans lobby, That's over fair. things like demanding the right of biological males identifying as trans They're women demanding the to right compete to in sport against females. And, and the more that happened, and then in Scotland, you saw Nicola Sturgeon lose her job because she was putting biological male rapists into female prisons where they could attack women. What does that have to do? When this stuff happens, the real victims, actually, the real victims are genuine trans people who just want to have a quiet life, who go through a lot anyway, and they just want a quiet time and to be respected and tolerant uh, by the Florida society. And I want to, I want to take care of those people. Rally the troops, rally the conservative troops, and say we're going to fight the next uh, election mm. on the basis of culture wars and trans. It's not a culture well, war. Okay. To do with it. That's it's not a culture war. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Paula, I'm sorry. But the issue of biological males competing against biological females is not a culture war. It is an absolute full front assault on women's rights to fairness. I agree with that. And, and I think why we're any woman off the still defends here. this nonsense? We're not all of it's you. Ridiculous to me. All of you. We are talking about subject. that because it's being dismissed we're as culture. We're not. We're talking about schools here. And in my opinion, this guidance doesn't actually go anywhere near far enough. What would I, you like it to say? I don't think We've it should be. Can I just talk for one second here because I have tried to interject repeatedly oh. and only been talked down. I don't think it needs to be guidance. I think it needs to be the actual law. I do not think schools should have a huge amount of discretion or indeed any discretion mm. over this. And by the way, this is only a consultation. So mm. we've waited all these months, you yeah. say it's years. Yeah. It's certainly nine months since Rishi Sunak called for urgent action. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only a consultation. Look, for me, this is very straightforward. I do not think children should be encouraged to take decisions that they may come to regret very dreadfully. A lot of this stuff is As we not, saw at the Tavistock Clinic, right, Ava? But these are the arguments that were used against children in the 80s and the 90s when we were talking about, you know, whether children could be gay. We were talking about that. You know, it's exactly the same sort of rhetoric. And remember, we shouldn't Isabel, be encouraging we're talking them. about social transition. Being gay not is a sexuality. About... No, but... Right? But Identifying as a cat is not, not a sexuality. No, come on, you know that that is a false equivalent. The massive just done that. But it's not we fair. discussed how we, we were not that. going to well, equate that. To, uh, we weren't going to use the cat analogy with well, this I very am. serious discussion. I've heard it. At the moment, we've got a murder trial going on, you know, potentially because of a trans child died. Mm. All right, you know, and we're talking about bullying. But there have also been murder trials this year of trans people killing people. 
So it works both ways. Right. No, no, no. Come right? on. Because, OK, we no, can no. talk about that specific case, words, you but can let's take be out, serious. You can take because out individual stories. Of course you can. If a child and was... amplify them. No, if a child was but bullied... But I think, well, I think both of those are horrific for different reasons. So what is, what is it what's the point? School? But trans murderers do not represent trans people. But if a child was killed because they are trans, mm. then that is pretty That's important. What's, what's that got to do with the school issues? Well, let me tell you what it's got to do. bullying them, then obviously that is you know that's allowing that sort of behaviour. I don't see how it's going to change bullying. We know how we know how important schools are. Of course, they are the locus parenti, aren't they, for our children when we send them off in the morning? Mm. We know that. And so, what's really important, of course, is that the school has guidelines. But what happens rules, is rules, not guidelines. Well, and, and do you know what? Rules. That is where I would uh, I would agree with you on, mm. because at the moment we don't have anything watertight. It's very fluid. We have this consultation period. It's twelve weeks. It's a little bit convenient that they suddenly sent out these guidelines when most schools have broken up, when most schools are coming to the end of, uh, of mm. their holidays. So what, what they think that they're going to get but back, you know I what's don't going, know. I'll tell you what's but, been going on, Paula. There are no doubt there are some children genuinely going through transgenderism, right? They believe they're born in the wrong body mm. and they have to be taken care of, cared for, respected and everything. I totally support that. Uh, but there are a very, very small number of people. What has happened in the last two to three years, there's been an explosion in, the in people identifying as no, non-binary, gender fluid, a hundred other genders, so? because it's it's trendy, well, it's a fad, and teachers have been traduced into going along with this and not telling parents, but and it's completely outrageous. My, my family are teachers, my friends are teachers, and I spoke to them before I came on this program, and I said, "Do you do you have transgender children at your school?" And they said, "Yes." I said, "Do you use their pronouns?" They all said, "Yes." And I told them about this new guidance, mm. and they said, "Well, that's unworkable. And why would we do that to a How child?" How many have they got? Yeah. What, how many have they got? How many transgender? Very, very small, each. Tiny. But probably one, one to each Right, person. now what about the people identifying as non-binary, gender fluid, blah, blah, blah? But so what? Right. There was one to. school in Brighton where there were 1,000 pupils, I think there was something like 300 were identifying as non-binary or gender fluid. I don't think it's, it it's is nonsense. a so It's a fad. I'm sorry, I don't think it is a so what. I think that when people start having actual surgery to change their bodies in ways that yes. is not reversible, that isn't a shrug, shrug, we're not so talking about not, surgery. Yes, we're well, not talking the about surgery. We're talking about the Tavistock Clinic was, was created on the altar of virtue signalling nonsense and children were being mutilated at that altar and it's completely outrageous what was going on there. That's very different to people using pronouns right, in schools. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a slippery slope, isn't it? it? Is. Once you start to acquiesce to kids wanting the rights to everything I and they rule the roost and they have the final their say... Their rights to be comfortable in their own body. Parental rights should be absolutely confusing. paramount. Now, there is an exception. Where the, there's a genuine belief based on teacher knowledge, social services maybe, whatever, of violence towards a child who may say something like that when they go home, that is different, and that's been allowed for in this... No, it hasn't. You know what, this has. No, this guidance specifically says as well, even if it's agreed by the parents and by the school, the school will not take it on. They no, but there's a specific the criteria for kids who may be at risk, right? I'm just very Teachers will be able to withhold information if they believe a child could be put at significant risk. Pierce, so it's in there. But that's they won't be unusual. using their pronouns. Can I, can I just tell you, mm. that isn't unusual. In terms of safeguarding, that's quite normal. Mm. Teachers are always very careful to ensure that the child comes first and if there is a concern about risk of harm, significant harm, then they will, of course, do what they need to do in terms of contacting the appropriate professionals to ensure that the child is cared for first before the parent finds out. That's not unusual. What my concern is is exactly what you've just been amplifying, this parent...
parental right over the child's right. Yes. No. Yes. That's, yes. No. Yes. Sorry. Parents yes. Not. Do. Yes. No. Until they're legal adults, the parent that's, has the right. That is our this job. Is, as this is sorry. This is why I'm glad we're actually having this debate and this so debate is needed and the consultation period is required. But what we should not be doing is adding flames to this culture war because it's not you, a culture you, war. You are it's doing that. It's about and the, now it's about our children. We've had Kenny Badenoch say war. that there is no child born in the wrong body. How can you tell me that this you is had your way, Paula. How can you tell me this Paula, is a culture war? If you had your way, war. you'd have kids, young girls at school. I've got a 12-year-old daughter, right? You'd have her up against six foot five inch biological males in sport. Oh, come You'd have on, her really? having to share the, the, uh, the toilets bathrooms. and bathrooms oh. with biological males. This is an unattractive right? You'd have a bunch of her friends identifying as cats. And you know what it is? It is licensed is. chaos. And actually on. bordering on abuse. I think it is bordering on abuse. I think that we will look back on this era in future as a period in which we allowed our... We actually encouraged children to become Correct. incredibly confused. And it is terrible for mental health yeah. to keep projecting all this oh you might be this you might be that look the vast vast majority of people are either a boy or a girl yeah. and they don't need their mind befuddled with I a don't load of and we, all we don't need what we don't need is a people like sam smith who start off as a gay man a year later he's non-binary then he wants to be called they them then he wants to be gender fluid blah 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 it is just Fadism. Is it? Oh, fad oh, yes. Fadism. And he demanded. By the way, let's not forget that this year, thanks to him and his campaign, he demanded the Brit Awards go gender neutral. And what happened in the best individual singer category? They were all blokes, the nominees. But, look. All men. On page one of that guidance, it questions whether gender dysphoria is even legitimate. It questions whether, you know, Good. someone well, can be born into the wrong body. And I think maybe, more maybe more questions should be asked. Totally. They're I, simply going, oh my I'm, a f I'm actually, I'm a girl, I'm a boy when you're not. But no one's splitting like that. We're talking about people who they genuinely are. feel like they're born into the wrong body, and you should respect that. Because they're all, they're all chasing a fad. It's just like in the 70s when David Bowie put makeup on, they all wore makeup. Kids do that. Anyway, Kids also there. are committing suicide peers. Yes, some Kids are. Also it's very sad. are self-harming peers. It's very, yes, some are. I don't deny that. And so we need to address this and not, they and get... not come across and, as if we know And you know, know what best. they're not getting? Because so many kids are being encouraged to identify as anything they like, the ones who really need help are getting lost in the wash. So you and that's accept that there are ones that really need help? Yes. Because so do I. I said that in my So do I. Right. All right. I'm glad we all agreed. Uh, nice to see you all. Uncensored next, am I a free speech hypocrite? We've shown that just now. Steve Crowder has told his millions of followers that I am, and he joins me next because I believe in free speech. Welcome back to Uncensored. Last week I criticised Elon Musk's decision to allow the massacre-denying conspiracy theorist Alex Jones to return to X, formerly Twitter. Some people weren't happy. They included the influential conservative personality Stephen Crowder. This is what he had to say on his show, Louder with Crowder, about me. This brings us to uh, Pierce Morgan's rules for me. He hosted Alex Jones on his very own program <laughs> this year. Pierce Morgan doesn't understand what freedom of speech is. Pierce Morgan has also hosted Sahail Shaheen, the Taliban spokesperson. Jeez. Wahida Sifshida, an Islamist extremist leader. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Corbyn, the anti-Semitic Labour Party leader. Just, just Pierce, just stop. Up. I'm sorry. Fraud. 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 There we go. 
Well, in the spirit of hosting very controversial people on my free speech platform, I'm now joined by Stephen Crowder, uh, who can call me a free speech hypocrite to my face. Mr Crowder, good day to you. How are you? Well, thank you, Pierce. Merry Christmas. And let me say off the bat, I do actually appreciate about you. Your audience may not know how rare this is, that you do these interviews live, you don't chop them up, you actually have a discussion, and I've been advocating for that my whole life, so really, I appreciate it. Those are steps in the right direction. Well, they are, and to be honest with you, the, the debate about what constitutes free speech and whether there should be limits and if there should be what they are, I think is really interesting, and a lot of people have strong opinions about this, and I'm perfectly happy to be proven wrong or to at least have a debate with someone who's got strong views that don't necessarily tally with mine. So I welcome you to the programme. Um, let's start with your assessment that I'm a free speech hypocrite. So articulate to me why you believe that. I, I believe the word I used there was, was fraud. You earlier used hypocrite. Did I earlier? Okay, I don't remember saying it, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. And uh, to some degree, I believe it. Look, I, I think that in hosting a show uncensored, and I can't see you, but I know you put up the very festive... Uh, holly leaf on the on the globe there. <laughs> um, it is incumbent upon you. You will say, I believe in the concept of free speech. Now, I will, I'll be very clear in my definition of free speech. It's the constitutional definition of freedom of speech. All speech is permissible outside of a crime. And we have very clear parameters, and these have been affirmed by the Supreme Court, as to what that is. That's a proactive call for violence. The crime is not the speech. The crime is the action causing violence on purpose. Outside of that, Everything is permissible, but for a show uncensored, and I know that you've said there's a difference between across the pond there, and obviously in the United mm. States, we have a First Amendment that you don't. Um, how would you define freedom of speech? Well, what I is don't think, See, I don't think we're as far apart as you think. I mean, you talk about the First Amendment not protecting, for example, crime. It's a little bit more complicated. For example, it doesn't protect you if you deliberately defame somebody. And my argument about Alex Jones in particular was that he's just been... Uh, punished with over a billion-dollar fine uh, in one of the biggest defamation cases in modern American history for deliberately mm -hmm. telling lies about the families of the poor victims of the Sandy Hook massacre over a sustained period of time, which led to them getting direct harassment and other criminal activity. So I was joining all the dots there of his particular situation... And I concurred with Elon Musk's original view when he was asked about it when he first bought Twitter last year, which was he was not going to allow him back on. He's now changed his mind, but my opinion was based on the Constitution of the United States not protecting you if you are guilty of defamation. Well, OK, so I'm going to have to take the rounds out of that magazine from how loaded that question was and so much misinformation there. And that's the beauty of the freedom of speech. You can say that, you can speak misinformation, and you have the right to, for example, saying he knowingly lied. Look, I'm not in the he business did. of defending everything that Alex Jones, everything that Alex Jones has said, okay? Mm. But if you're going to say the 22 minutes out of 8,000 hours of broadcast time for which he apologized, acknowledged that he mm. was wrong, constitutes what you are saying is proactively lying. That is a very dangerous no, precedent. But he did, yeah, but and no, it's no, not hang accurate. On, hang on, Stephen. It's listen. not accurate. Stephen, he did deliberately lie for a sustained period of time, for years, about these families. He knew Sandy Tell me Hook. how he deliberately lied. He knew that Tell me Sandy, how he deliberately, he deliberately lied. lied. And he was found to have deliberately lied. Tell me how he lied. deliberately lied. And by the way, in his, in his defense, he Tell tried... Tell me how he deliberately lied, in, please. In, in his defense, he tried to play the First Amendment card and it was rejected by the judge. 
rejected. Tell me how he deliberately lied, please. Because he knew that it wasn't a hoax. He knew the massacre had happened. Incorrect. Let's listen to what he said. That's incorrect. Let's play, let's play what he said. It's got inside job written all over it. Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first. People just instinctively know that there's a lot of fraud going on. Uh, but it took me about a year with Sandy Hook to come to grips with the fact that the whole thing was fake. Whole thing was fake, repeatedly. That's a series of different shows he did. You still haven't answered. You still haven't answered. That doesn't prove that he knowingly lied. Anything. But, but Look, you, Alex but, Jones hey, is wrong Stephen, about a lot. You're a very Alex smart. Alex Jones is wrong about a lot. Stephen, you and okay, I disagree. But he's also afraid. Stephen, you and I disagree. Hang on. It, and I'm going to respond to you. You and I disagree about many things. We agree about many too, right? You just, but on this that. on this point, you're a very smart guy. I wouldn't question that for a moment. You and I both know Alex Jones knew that that was not faked, Sandy Hook. You and I both know that. So I have to spit the words out that you just tried to place in my mouth. I do not know that. I don't agree with the premise. And you have yet to prove it. Here's the beauty, though. I don't have to even prove it. Even if you were the to commit defamation, it. even if... No, it didn't. And even... It assuming did. It found him guilty of defamation. ...with your audience, and I'm going to continue speaking as though we're having a dialogue, even assuming that you don't discuss the caps, that he would never pay out, the far lower settlement that they have decided they would allow, considering this will go to a superior court and will get thrown out, even if you allow all of it those won't be things... Thrown here's out. the beauty of the First Amendment. Here's the beauty of the First Amendment. Even if you at one point commit defamation, you still don't forfeit your right to speak going no, no, forward. You don't, you don't no, lose I a agree. fundamental human right. I agree. And, and that's Stephen, not why he was banned from that's not why he was banned from Twitter. You I know. know that. He was banned you know from Twitter. He was banned from Twitter for having a pop at some guy from CNN. I don't care about that. I'm more interested in why Elon Musk tweeted when he bought Twitter and was asked, will you bring back Alex Jones? He said, no, I won't allow sure. somebody back on. Having gone through the pain himself of a child dying in his own arms, one of his children, he wasn't going to allow someone who profited from the pain of dead children to be back on the platform. He then changed his mind, which he's allowed to do. He owns the platform. X is a private company owned by Elon Musk. He can do what he likes with it. But they also have a series of rules which are available on their website, which you can check about what is allowed and not allowed. And they will de-platform you if you transgress those rules. And my point to you is that the situation with Alex Jones is that he was found guilty in an American court of defamation. And yes, it's entirely down to Elon Musk that he can bring him back. But I agree with the first version of Elon Musk's decision-making, not the second one based on a completely undemocratic poll he put on his own Twitter feed. Well, I, I agree with you that it shouldn't be left to a democratic poll because uh, the First Amendment is not subject to a vote. Right. Right, but, the, but you accept the First Amendment of the US Constitution has a number of things which are excluded from protection, whether it's child pornography, fraud, defamation. There's a whole list of things which you'll simply... But that has nothing to, that has nothing to do with speech. No, no, Alex. but you're, you're conflating... Oh, sorry, to, Pierce. But I think you've, mis, you've mischaracterised what I said then because I've never said he hasn't got a right to say what he wants. He can say what he likes. I believe fundamentally in anyone's right to say whatever they want. The question is accountability. Mm -hmm. And the US Constitution, sure. which you don't think I know anything about, but actually I know a lot about. And I, I'm a huge... I didn't say you don't know anything about it. I well, really don't believe that. A, I know that you have studied it. From that same uh, show you did, you basically said, I don't know much about the US Constitution because I'm not American. And that's fine. But I, I have lived and worked in America for 20 years. I have tried to really mm -hmm. get a handle on the US Constitution. And on the issue of the First Amendment, it is a complicated mm -hmm. thing. It's not as simple as saying you can say it's whatever you want. Well, it is, because it doesn't allow the unfettered free speech 
but with protection that it, you're suggesting it, it does. It absolutely does. It doesn't. It absolutely does, barring, would you like me to explain, barring what I've already outlined. Actual criminal behavior calling for violence against other people. For example, Pierce, look, yeah, but you know that you have been, and, I, and I'm saying this in your defense. For example, you made your 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 joke about being a two-spirited penguin, right? I yeah. thought it was cute. I think it was funny, and I understand the point that you were trying to make. Mm. Okay, you have had people accuse you of call, of creating violence against mm. trans. You know that, and, I, and we know it's absurd. Mm. So who defines what is actually calling for violence, or if you yeah, but here's basically the in a roundabout way no, maybe causing violence? No, unless you called for violence. No, but you, you keep didn't. saying you, that, you, were a two -spirited but you keep saying that your only barrier on free speech is crime. Yes. And I keep reminding you that Alex Jones was found guilty of defamation, and that is one of the things that's not protected by the First Amendment. No. It's not protected in a sip. You can have civil damages, and your First Amendment rights don't cease to exist. In other words, you can you can pay, you can pay the piper for what you have done. And you're still being held instance. accountable. So if someone, if for someone at some point, if someone, if someone accuses you of defamation, and let's say has a suit levied against you that actually, by God, is successful, mm. let's say that does that forbid you from speaking publicly thereafter? No, no you don't not. lose no, it. It's a it, fundamental no, human right. Not at all. But it does allow... I'm exercising my rights to free speech to say I think he shouldn't be allowed back on X, which was the position of the owner of X until last week. So my point is that Elon well, Musk has made two judgment calls about this. One I agreed with and one I didn't. And I'm exercising my free speech rights to say I don't agree with it. You, you are, you are. And I, and I completely support your right to that. The problem is Elon Musk changed his mind in the face of new information. And if we want to have productive dialogues, we need to... You know what? This is one thing I often ask. And by the way, I think that none of this is a gotcha for Twitter clicks. Mm. I hope to God it's not. Mm. How often when you were on CNN, or how often uh, when you were on your uh, morning show there in uh, the UK, or how often do you see on any news network someone say, you know what, new information came out and I was wrong. And I say that because you've done it and I appreciate it. You said, you know what, if I knew what I know now about the COVID vaccine, mm. specifically that if you get the COVID vaccine, you cannot transmit it. Yeah. Uh, if I knew that that was incorrect, I wouldn't have espoused the views that I did. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think the problem that we have in today's society is not wanting to allow people to be wrong, to make mistakes. In the realm of comedy, look, good jokes and bad jokes come from the same place. Sometimes you have to risk something and it's not funny. Yeah, I agree, Sometimes I agree with you, you have about to express an opinion. Yeah, but I agree with you about all that. Sure. I agree with that. I, I tell you, that's really the bedrock of the show. But I come back again to why I had a particular issue with the Alex Jones thing is that unlike the other circumstances you're describing, in his case, he was found guilty of a serious defamation against the Sandy Hook families. He was fined over a billion dollars. So far, he's not paid a dime of that money. And, you know, Elon Musk has made two calls on him. Like I said, the first one, I agreed with. I don't think that people like Alex Jones should be allowed an unchallenged, unfettered public platform to spew lies which are done deliberately in my estimation done dispute lies unchallenged to, well, they, are well, you they, out of your tree son no, no, it's a cesspool no, no. where anyone can people say can, anything they people like. can reply to him but no one can have a direct challenge to alex jones like i did when he came on my of show they can. like you you picked up for example that he came on my show jeremy corbyn taliban spokesman and so on yes because in each of those Correct. cases I put them through the mincer, right? And I'm prepared to have them on to give them a hard time and challenge them. You might agree to disagree with that, but they're all pretty volatile interviews. Uh, but I was able to challenge what I perceived to be their untruths. Right? I'll show you a clip of the Corbyn one to show you what I mean. 
Have a look at this. You seem to be overconcerned with... With anti-Semitism? No, yeah. no, I did not. I am. Should Hamas stay in power? It's actually are you done yet? It's actually a critical question. Are you done yet? It's a critical question. Are you done yet? No, it's the question. Are you done yet? Should they stay in power? Are you done yet? This country says they're a terror group. Do you agree? And should they stay in Listen, power? Listen, I do not approve, support, or welcome Hamas. Are you prepared you? to call is Hamas a terror group? Is it possible to have a rational you can't, discussion can you? with you? Is it possible? Come on, answer that you question. You can't, can you? You answer it. No, it's my okay. show. You answer my question. Now, the point of playing that clip, other than to entertain you, as I'm sure it did, um, is that, yes... I he... hate that clip. I hate everything about that clip. Why do you hate it? I hate it because I don't like Jeremy Corbyn, but I, I think he's a bombastic prick, but I also think that you should have let him finish speaking. Why? Because then he would express bad ideas. Yeah, That's but, why uh, I support freedom yeah, of speech. But actually, in the end, I could tell very quickly he was never going to give an answer, and therefore we were in a, a game of cat and mouse which went on so long that the viewer was left in no uncertain terms what his answer actually was. Because otherwise, you just say Hamas right. are a terror group. It's not difficult. And in fact, two days later, he admitted Hamas are a terror group. That was his position. <laughs> but only after I shamed him into doing it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. David Duke, the former KKK leader, he's banned from Twitter. Elon Musk hasn't oh brought him back. Right. Should he be allowed to okay. be back on X? Throw that at me. Really? You just say, I want to ask someone a straight question. You have me here. I'm basically a specter. I don't appear on anyone. You want to ask me about David Duke? Yes. He's, because he's banned from Twitter. Should David Duke be allowed back on X? Yes. I'm not as familiar with David Duke as I am with Alex, which is why I was able to point out that you cannot prove no, that he knowingly it... lied about no. anything. No. If David Duke has called for the violence... Like, look, if David Duke has called for the violence, uh, actions of violence against minority groups, then no. If David Duke has espoused horrible points of view that can be refuted, by the way, not only by other people who are on X, but by the community notes on X, and on a platform where people are free to speak on both sides of the aisle, then yes. It doesn't mean that I think he's anything other than a racist prick. So I'm trying to work uh, out... Here's, you... Can I make one point? Yeah. Can I make one point that I think is... This is really... And, and hopefully we can agree on this, because I actually disagree with you that Elon Musk can do whatever he wants with his own platform. It comes down to this. I think, uh, and if you look at the historical record, 
I think it is far more dangerous for society to engage in a culture of censorship, of viewpoint discrimination, than it is to allow people to speak freely, barring the committing of violent crimes. I think that we see a far worse, a far worse dystopia in our future if we allow the government and these big tech platforms to determine who can speak and who cannot. And there, we've seen some very clear examples of this. If you give me 30 seconds, yeah. let me lay this out for oh, cool. you. For example, I don't think they have the right to, uh, for example, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Here's why. They benefit from Section 230. Now, I know you have a lot of fans in the UK. They may not be familiar with this. Let me explain what it means. They're basically treated like public utilities, right. meaning that they have immunity from liability for someone saying something on their platform. For example, AT&T here in the States can't ban you from their phone service because your racist Aunt Tilly drops an N-bomb after a few drinks at Thanksgiving. They're a public utility. These uh, big tech platforms are treated as platforms where they are not legally liable for what is permitted, but that allows them to engage in viewpoint discrimination. And then there is no accountability, for example, the Hunter Biden laptop story, yep. which we know, and this is why I make all references publicly available because I want to be held to account and I will be held to account, would have changed the election if the government was not, and when I say colluding, I mean Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, Kamala Harris, uh, Karen Jean-Pierre calling for the removal of Joe Rogan from Spotify, calling for the removal of, of vaccine scientists, by the way, of mRNA vaccine scientists from public platforms. If all information was allowed to be transmitted freely, like the platforms, as, as they are treated under our legal precedent here and Section 230, guess what? Donald Trump would be president. I'm saying this is a matter of record and fact. Millions of people would not have gotten the mRNA vaccine, specifically men under 30, and lockdowns would have lasted days, weeks, not years. That is irrefutable, but you had the government and these platforms deciding which views were allowed and which views weren't. And I don't think I should be allowed, you should be allowed, and certainly not the government colluding with five companies who control over 90% of the information in the digital sphere. It is terrifying to me. You know so what? you may think I'm an absolutist. I think I'm reasonable. No, no, I don't. I actually don't think that's unreasonable at all. In fact, I I have written numerous columns about the outrage of the New York Post having that initial expose of Hunter Biden's laptop censored by Twitter, as it was then, uh, for two weeks right before the 2020 election. You know, I've, I've said to Donald Trump to his face, "Never mind the stolen election bullshit you keep trying to pretend happened." I said, "Focus on that because that probably swung the election." because it stopped the media investigating properly what was going on with Hunter Biden in Ukraine and right. what his father's involvement would be. I think that could have swung the election. So I absolutely agree with you. It, 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 let me give you a funny story about it. Not only could it, it would have, according to Dr. Epstein. Do you realize? Now, I'm a comedian, right? This show, that's why I appreciate you said, hey, you got a chuckle from our segment. Some of it is tongue-in-cheek, and I appreciate that you recognize that and not try and use, you know, you acknowledge that it's a joke, whether it's funny or not. So as a comedian, the host of a comedy show, Rudy Giuliani was on this show, and the first time the public ever saw Hunter Biden's laptop was on this show. He brought it up. He goes, I have the laptop here. The FBI came, they searched my, uh, my, 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 my offices. They took everything but the laptop. I go, wait, wait, wait. Is that the Hunter Biden laptop? He said, yes, episode is banned. Suspended from YouTube. Mm. Think about that. Think yeah. about how terrifying that it is. It's, it was an accident. It's wrong. It's wrong. Let me ask you, though, yesterday on your show, you appeared wearing a T-shirt saying Alex Jones was right, changed my mind. So my question is, what was he right about? Oh, gosh, how much time do you have? Well, are you talking about Sandy Hook? No, I'm not talking about Sandy Hook. He said he was wrong about Sandy Hook. 
Right. Eventually, he apologized for Sandy Hook. When he was sued, he said he was Eventually, wrong. but I'm saying obviously the shirt wouldn't be addressing that. If it's he says I was wrong, it would be awfully daft to what me to are, wear What are you alluding to then? I'm alluding to, for crying out loud, if you talk about intelligence agencies spying on Americans, if you talk about what we've done with South American countries uh, as allowing the spread of STDs, for which Hillary Clinton apologized for, if you talk about nation building where there have been underhanded deals with nations who don't have our best interests at heart, uh, I mean, it's, you know, t take your pick. I, I don't believe that, for example, George W. Bush was next to the Twin Towers with an Acme plunger. No, I'm not that kind of a conspiracy theorist. But when Alex Jones said, look, you are going to be corralled into social media ghettos and lose your right to speak. He was right. He's right about a lot. And I will say this. He's been wrong about plenty. I am not here to defend everything that Alex Jones has ever said. I'm willing to defend everything that I have said on my program. But that man is exactly who you would expect him to be. He's a friend of mine. And when everyone else tucked tail and they ran, I'm not going to do that. I'll tell him he's wrong. I'll tell you where I think he's wrong. But that man has a right to speak, just like I believe you have the right to speak. And Pierce, if you think they're not going to come for you, oh, my word, do you have another thing coming? And I hope that you don't. I genuinely hope that you don't. Well, I mean, I've, I've it, had people say that I was a hate speaker because I said soccer was gay. I do. I think so. You think soccer's gay? Homosexual, yes. <laughs> you know what? That's a whole other debate, Stephen Crowder. Let's have a debate about whether soccer is gay. And if it is, by the way, I, will... I would be happy to embrace its homosexual side. Um... Well, I know you would. Mm. I know you would. But with that accent, you have to be careful. People take you seriously. I think it's great. I think it's great if you're a six-year-old girl or a homosexual from Greece, to quote Nick DiPaolo. Yeah, you know the difference in our football and your football? We don't wear helmets to protect ourselves. We are, we're real men over here. You also don't allow contact. <laughs> we're, we're real men over here. It's, uh, it's, there's no great padding sure. or... You know, great shoulder pads and helmets. We just get stuck no. into each other. And that's the difference. Americans and Academy like to, Awards. You like to wear helmets and carry guns. We just use these guns. Uh, but that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole other debate as well. Uh, Stephen Crowder, gotta leave it there. It's been a good debate. I've actually enjoyed the tone hey. of this debate. I think it's a really interesting area, free speech. I think ultimately we agree about more things with free speech than we disagree. But let's keep the debate going. Thank you for joining me. Merry Christmas, Pierce. I appreciate it. Angie, all the best. Uncensored next, as the Israel-Hamas war sparks fears of a decades-long conflict and a radicalised generation, is religion itself the biggest problem? Plus, philosopher Sam Harris is with me to give his take. Well, welcome back to Uncensored. I'm joined now by Sam Harris, one of the world's great thinkers. Sam, I know you were listening to that debate I just had about free speech. Where do you sit on, on that? And in particular, Elon Musk's reversal of his decision to keep Alex Jones off the platform X. Well, I think we're, we're pretty confused on this particular point. I think much that is said about free speech, especially in, the, in America, doesn't really have to do with free speech when you're talking about these platforms. I mean, for instance, these platforms have to be moderated. It's, just, it's, not a, it's never a question, it's never been a question of anything like, quote, free speech absolutism on these platforms. If, if they're not moderated, if you're not cleaning up uh, some of the toxicity, you know, X or Facebook or any of these other you know, mainstream platforms would be like 4chan or 8chan, mm. right? I mean, it would just be a, a completely you know, sociopathic free-for-all. Um, nobody wants that. Nobody would tolerate that. Certainly advertisers wouldn't spend any money to be next to that. So... You know, as much as people call him a, a free speech absolutist, and he even calls himself that, 
that's that's never been in the cards. And he's banned people, as you know, mm. for a wide variety of idiosyncratic reasons. And then he's brought Alex Jones back, saying that he would never do that. Uh, and um, I think it's a mistake. I think Alex Jones is a genuinely bad actor. I think he he um, monetized the misery of the Sandy Hook parents in a way that's truly unconscionable and unforgivable. And while he says he's apologized, he hasn't quite apologized for that, at least not in my hearing. No. Um, you know, so he's, he's, um, yeah, I just think, I think once you admit that these, even, pu even these public companies are, uh, platforms that are not analogous to the public square, right? They have to, you can't simply use the first amendment in the U S and say anything that's legal can be said here, right? Because then it's just, it becomes a business that, that, that is guaranteed to fail. Uh, so they're, they're businesses, right? And I, I think also, Elon I also should... think that the, the, uh, you know, hearing Stephen Crowder try to say that, well, you know, for all we know, you implied Alex Jones would have believed that Sandy Hook was fake. Nobody thinks that. Alex Jones knew it wasn't staged. Stephen Crowder knows that Alex Jones knew it wasn't staged. We all do. He deliberately flew with that conspiracy theory to generate vast amounts of, of wealth for himself. Several hundred million dollars came off the back yeah. purely yeah. of the reaction to that conspiracy theory. That's why he did it. Um, so there's a disingenuousness at the heart of that, of people who defend him over whether he believed it or not. No one, no one with a brain thinks he believed it. There are Sandy Hook parents that have moved 10 times yeah. since he went berserk in their direction, right? And he, and he knew his fans. Very early on, he knew what the consequences of his actions were, whatever yeah. he believed. Yeah, they so. were being harassed in the street. One one poor man said at one of the cases uh, that his son's grave had been urinated on as a direct result of what Alex Jones was saying on air. And that just made, it made me want to cry, actually. It was just horrific. Um, let's turn to why you, why you actually came on tonight. We, we had an sure. interesting debate last night uh, involving uh, several people. One was Mossab Hassan Youssef. He's the son of one of the Hamas co-founders who then renounced... Hamas and moved away. Um, and he said this about what's going on at the moment in the Israel-Gaza war. Let's take a listen. Any person who put the religious identity above the highest interest of humanity, I have no respect for this people. The majority of the Muslim people identified with Hamas, supported Hamas. Show me how many Muslims out there who condemned Hamas genocide. What was interesting about that is that he was really suggesting that the motivating factor behind the, what Hamas did and why people are supporting them in such big numbers in the Muslim community is because they're Muslims. It's religion-driven. Now, you're mm. an atheist, but what do you think of that, uh, of this idea that it's actually really about religion? We have a vast number of people in the Muslim community worldwide, not just in the, the, the occupied territories or, or in Gaza, who are powerfully deranged by religious symbols and and their religious identity, which is to say it is the most important thing to them, but more important even than the deaths of their own children, right? We're talking about a culture, again, I'm, I'm not talking about just Palestinians, I'm talking about the Muslim community worldwide in, you know, in dozens of countries that has produced a seemingly unending supply of suicide bombers over the last 50 years, right? We're, we're talking about societies where phenomenon that should be impossible are, 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 are simply to be expected. I mean, literally like rigging children to explode. 
just that, I mean, think of how deranging that is for an army or a police force or an NGO or anyone to have to imagine that a child isn't simply a child, but a child might, in fact, under certain circumstances, be a bomb, right? I mean, that that is the, the situation we're in. We're talking about a society, and now, now I'm talking about the, the Gaza and, and the West Bank in particular, where in their schools, they teach six-year-olds the love of martyrdom, the, the literal aspiration to die as a martyr, and the hatred of Jews. And, and many of these schools are UN-funded, right? So this is a... a um, a terrifying situation, which the world has simply acquiesced to. I mean, the, the world on some level has s simply accepted that there is a, a different standard held to the Muslim community, right? We all understand that you can stage a play making fun of Mormonism on Broadway, and it can become the biggest musical in the United States, the Book of Mormon. Um, but to stage such a play about Islam would be unthinkable, and to be unthinkable not because the First Amendment doesn't protect the, the freedom of speech with respect to Islam, it does, but that protection has been forfeited, it was forfeited long ago, because of the tendency in the Muslim community to erupt with just psychopathic rage in response to what it perceives to be the desecration of religious symbols. And that should be intolerable to us, uh, but it's, uh, you know, we have acquiesced to it. And the, the new norm is there are certain things you can't say about Islam, there are certain symbols you can't uh, traduce. And... Um, it's because we know that tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of people will, will march into, into the streets, even in the capitals of Europe. Some people would say that the scale, the disproportionate, as many see it, scale of Israel's response is motivated in some part, again, by a, a religious motivation, that some of the more hardline, uh, ultra-religious members of Netanyahu's cabinet really do want to have some kind of genocidal war with the Muslim Palestinians? I mean, does it work both ways? Hmm. Well, it, it does work both ways uh, it, it, when you're talking about a tiny minority of Jews in Israel. I mean, the, the ultra-Orthodox, the settlers who, the, the minority of settlers who are motivated by their their religious fanaticism. Um, yeah, I think those 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 religious claims upon real estate in the Middle East are are not justified, and they aren't, in fact, part of the problem. And so, yes, this, the settlements in the West Bank are certainly provocative, um, and they, you know, they should be disallowed, right? If we if, if we were ever going to get to a two-state solution, part of the, the, the remedy there is to disenfranchise the religious maniacs on the, the Israeli side. Sam Harris, great to talk to you again. I really appreciate you yeah. coming on and speaking with such clarity you, about a complex issue. Thank you very much. Well, that's it from me, whatever you're up to. Keep it uncensored. Good night. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.